Uh, it's always bright when we're talking about uh, the game that is played in the heavens. Rugby Union is in full swing here on Triple H. 100.1 FM and on the bench. We've got plenty to talk about. We're actually going double-headed with the Rugby Union today. That's how much we've got uh, to get into. But before we get into all the things that are happening globally and at a, at a state level and a super rugby level, we've got a very special guest joining us from our great friends at Hornsby Lions Rugby Union Club. Tristan Jones, head coach of the first grade side, is with us. Tristan, thank you for joining us. It is great to have you here on the bench. Thanks very much for having me. Pleasure to be here. Tristan, first of all, first off, how's the season going? How have you been tracking? We haven't been able to get to you guys as quick as we would have liked in the pre-season to do a bit of a preview. What are your thoughts so far? How have things been going? And uh, what's the new season looking like at the moment? Well, it's certainly been a very disruptive uh, pre-season, that's for sure. Obviously, uh, the weather has caused absolute havoc around the grounds uh, without being able to train. Uh, so it's been a bit of a, a stop-start season. Uh, we had a, a fantastic pre-season event where we uh, nearly took out the uh, the Lakes by the C7s tournament, uh, going down in the final on the last play. So things were looking really good back in February. Uh, so we finally got our first home game. Well, f- finally got our first round game in two weeks ago against Gosford, and um, that was after the first two rounds were washed out. So that was essentially round three, and we had a fantastic win, uh, 38-30. 13 in first grade um, and second grade winning 19-5. So things were looking really good. And uh, unfortunately, things came crashing down a little <laughs> bit over the weekend. <laughs> um, we played carry-on at carry-on. Um, we were washed out with training last week again. And um, look, our seconds went down 19-12. Uh, uh, so they were fairly gallant. And uh, we had a fantastic victory for the girls. They won... 17-5, and unfortunately, first grade went down 54-10. So it was a bit of a, a back-to-reality check for us. Obviously, as you mentioned, one of the challenges was that you weren't actually able to train before these matches due to the uh, unforeseen circumstances that uh, a lot of New South Wales has seen over the last few weeks. How has the club uh, handled that disruption and how have the players handled that disruption in terms of making sure that they're prepared and ready for the season ahead? Yeah, look, I think we've done the best that we possibly could. Um, we've had a few indoor sessions. Uh, we had a, you know, a good club session one evening up at the, the clubhouse. Um, you know, we've sort of tried to get on the edges of grounds where, where possible. And, you know, like credit to the players, it's, it's been very disruptive. So they've, they've come back whenever it's been dry. They've, they've been there for us. And, um, look, we're not the only club, obviously. So we're not trying to make excuses. Um, it's just not as, as slick as what we would have hoped to have been. Um, but, look, it's a long season and we're hoping that some, with some consistent dry weather and training, things will be on the up for us soon. Yeah, I think everyone's uh, hoping for some drier weather, that's for sure. It's been uh, it's been a little bit of a mess. I've actually just walked past uh, Mark Taylor Oval. We're right next door to it here at the station. And uh, look, I've seen it in better condition. That's mainly because there's 12 different mounds of mud and sand <laughs> parked up uh, across the entire oval. So we won't be seeing you guys there um, anytime soon. But we will, as you mentioned, be... Uh, uh, seeing you in uh, this uh, this weekend on Saturday at uh, Pennant Hills Oval for your first um, home game of the season. I imagine that uh, many in the club are very excited about this one uh, coming up. Yeah, look, I think, you know, we're, we're grateful in the end. I mean, it has been a challenge with 
not having the use of Mark Taylor Oval. Um, you know, unfortunately, that's the home of Hornsby Rugby um, in our 60th year. And we've just had to sort of really postpone those celebrations because without having our home oval, it just doesn't feel the same. So we've put those celebrations on hold. We've been lucky enough that Council, um, in conjunction with Beecroft Rugby Club, have given us the use of their oval for training down at Heaton Park. So thank you to Beecroft. Um, we're on there at the moment. And, yeah, look, we're playing our first home game at Pennant Hills Oval. And, look, we had some kids' games down there on Sunday and the, the oval was in great condition. So... It's a great facility down there and our players are really looking forward to having three grades. Um, it's the first game for third grade as well. So three grades plus the women's team. So a full set um, of competition. Uh, the other two clubs that we played didn't have third grade. So look, it's going to be a big day down there at Pinner Hills. So we're looking forward to it. More on the game um, before I get into some uh, off the field questions for you. You're up against the Razorbacks. You've had similar starts so far. Uh, what's been the work uh, been done in the in the training so far, and, and have you looked at any particular um, members of their team that you look, that you're looking out for, or are you keeping to your strategy as uh, as per usual? Yeah, look, I think we're we're trying to focus on ourselves at the moment. I think every club is very much the unknown at the moment, um, given that the preparation and no, no one's really had any consistent amount of games. So we've got to really look after our own backyard. Um, fitness has been or was the key for our pre-season. Um, obviously, we're not as fit as what we hope because of the lack of training. But look, the, t- the style of rugby we're playing is for a fit club, um, and that's what we're hoping on a dry track, um, hopefully on Saturday. That'll give us the opportunity to play that style of rugby, which is open, free-flowing, keeping the ball in hand. So hopefully that can come together for us this weekend. In terms of the you know the, the fitness and obviously the um, the open free-flowing free uh, football that uh, you're looking to play, Obviously, the quality in personnel at the the Lions has increased uh, over the last few years since it's entered into the uh, Central Coast competition. What have the numbers been like in terms of uh, your player pool, and uh, you know, not just for the men's but for the women's as well? Um, how has it sort of changed? Is it changed much this year? Have you, have you seen more um, uh, involvement or more? In, so we're looking more inclusion in terms of go, like that particular depth or is it still similar to last year yeah look it's it's an interesting one i think at the start of our pre-season in february we had amazing numbers like we were having 60 people turning up to our tuesday training sessions including the 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 girls um as i say we went really well at that um sevens tournament and then all of a sudden when the big wet came it just stopped the momentum and we just seemed to drop off a few players probably you know the older third graders who you know don't like sludging around <laughs> in the mud so much fair enough um haven't yeah we haven't seen them too regular at training on those wet nights um but look as i say this is the first week that third grader actually playing they haven't had a game yet so we're hoping to see them all back at training this week um the girls they they were the same they had some ups and downs and like to get what they had last week they had a, a couple of um uh, thicknesses and COVID obviously is another issue that's affecting clubs around you know New South Wales and they ended up having they had eight on Friday night and then ended up getting 10 players and then played fantastic and uh, won the game quite convincingly so I think with a couple of wins um, we'll see those numbers come back and the depth is there uh, and we've got some quality players in first grade uh, you know we've 
retain the services of um, Valu, who's a, you know the ex Tongan international, um, you know a new player that's come across from Manly Shoot Shield Club um, in the front row. <clears throat> we know him as Ace, and uh, he's a big big human. So <laughs> look, we <laughs> we're, we're hopeful that those players will really get a chance to sort of uh, show a bit of dominance in the next in the few next coming weeks. What has the uh, obviously the retention of Valu and the inclusion of Ace done to the standard of play and enthusiasm from the rest of the the, the group. Uh, have you have you seen it rise since? Um, well, obviously, obviously, Val re- re- staying on board and obviously coming in last year, and then the introduction of um, your new uh, acquired shoot shield forward. Yeah, look, I think one of the, the biggest things there is that we've got a very young club. You know, a lot of the uh, cults of it's starting to come through and playing second grade in particular, and there's a, a smattering of them in first grade now as well. So to have those type of players around those young players is a massive incentive and a massive benefit for those kids to learn off them, have some confidence running around with them. Um, you know, it's not every day you get to play with an, an ex-international. Um, and so, yeah, there's a, 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 a real feel of excitement when those younger guys get on the field amongst those experienced players. I want to talk about the Colts a little bit because when I interviewed... Um, some players last uh, year, I think it was maybe the year before. Uh, my good friend Angus McQueen uh, at the time was a part of that, and that's how the kind of the affiliation between uh, both Triple H and the Hornsby Lions sort of came about in the first place. Um, he mentioned that the Colts a couple of years ago were were fantastic uh, and have uh, were really really strong. Uh, how have they managed to fit into the, the you know the the all adults? divisions so far yeah look i think the first thing to point out there is the retention of those players we've got i did a count the other day from that side there's 10 players from that colts team playing great at the moment uh there's two playing first grade uh, jimmy o'connor made his debut on the wing in first grade last weekend uh, there's another young man who's going to make his debut this weekend. Um, so he'll find that surprise out tomorrow night at training. Um, so, look, these guys are hanging around now. And because the success is there, um, they know that the future of the club is in good hands. And I think, you know, the other major benefit there is we have an under-17s team as well that's been together for a, a number of years. And they're at their last year of junior footy and they're itching to get up into the senior grades as well (laughs) so you know it's a good little feel there and i think the future is looking bright and that's why it's important i suppose to have these experienced players around them um just so we can have that success and we build on that for the next few years i remember as a kid always wanting to play senior level until i went into it and then got tackled by an adult and never wanted to play again so it's good to see that they've got they've got that bravery uh, in amongst themselves that's for sure wanted to ask uh, my obviously uh, one more question to you uh, Tristan 60 years the Lions obviously it's a big year uh, for the club what's happening in and around the club uh, that the local community can get involved in get amongst are there some events coming up obviously you know it has been somewhat halted because of the state of the of mark taylor oval currently but is there anything that people should be putting in their calendars that they uh, should be looking to come down to and watching including obviously the first home game this season at pennant hills yeah look it's it is a real unfortunate situation that the, the committee took a a real difficult decision about a month ago when we found out that we wouldn't have mark taylor oval um and 
just coming out of COVID again still, we, we took the initiative just to put the 60th anniversary celebrations on hold. Uh, so the Back to Hornsby Day that would traditionally be down at Mark Taylor Oval and big crowd around the clubhouse and everything, we just thought, well, if it's good enough for the Olympics to put it off for a year, it's good <laughs> enough for uh, Hornsby Rugby to put it off for a year. So, look, it is going to go into full swing next year. Um, our members are aware of this. And, look, as far as the community goes, we still would love to see your support down at Penny Hills Oval or Heathen Oval um, on our home games. We're going to interchange between the two. Um, look, we still want to be the focal club in the district, um, and that's our goal, and uh, to attract as many people and juniors feeding into our club. Uh, I think one of the best things that we've got going for us at the moment is playing on this Central Coast competition. Um, a number of our juniors now are feeding into the Central Coast rep pathway and into New South Wales country teams. So we have this gateway here at Hornsby uh, that opens ourselves up to uh, other opportunities for our younger players. Final question about the game this weekend. What do you want to see from the team? Obviously the W, but obviously bouncing back from the, the tricky result last week. What do you want to What do you want to see mostly out of the team uh, in this game against the Razorbacks? Yeah, I think character is very important after a big loss. Um, it, it, you determine the sort of team you are based on how you bounce back after these sorts of losses. So it's important that we get back to our training uh, this week. We have a big week. Uh, the forecast is looking good for Tuesday and Thursday night. So I'm hoping that we can get two sessions in. And just commitment and attitude and just to put that effort in again. I, you know, the effort is there. The skill is there. We just got blown away by, a, you know, a good team last week where they scored 20 points in about 10 minutes and we were chasing the, the game after that. Look, we're a better team than what we were last Saturday and we will bounce back and I'm sure that's what all the players are expecting to do as well. Well, it's awesome to hear, Tristan. And thank you for, for joining us here on the bench. It was uh, really insightful hearing... Uh, your uh, words of wisdom around the club and what's looking forward to. I know that those uh, celebrations are being postponed, but I'm sure that uh, uh, when they do come around, they will be uh, quite fantastic. Yeah, yeah, look, thanks very much for your support too, guys, and we look forward to seeing you down at Penn Hills Oval this weekend. We look forward to it too, Tristan. That's uh, Tristan Jones from the Hornsby uh, Lions Rugby Union Club. As mentioned, everyone, make sure... You get out to Pennant Hills Oval on Saturday at, I believe, 2 o'clock is the kickoff um, for the game, if we'll be corrected if I've got that one wrong. Um, yeah, 3 o'clock, 3, sorry. 3.15, 3.15 for first grade, and then all our lower grades starting from 11.50. Well, get there at 11.50 then to watch all the local games that are being played down at Pennant Hills Oval. And then if you do want any time to get there for the... Uh, um, the first grade game, get there a little bit before because I'm sure parking will always be a challenge in and around the local areas when fo- when footy is on, that is for sure. We'll be there too. So you, if you can't get there, which we are imploring that you do, you can still uh, listen to it and on Triple H 100.1 FM. Uh, the call team led by Kiri McRinish, Matt Mears and Georgia Lemus vataran out there on Saturday afternoon. We're really excited. We're really keen to get into it um, and call some rugby union once again in 2022. We're going to move uh, on now, and we're going to talk about more rugby union. As I mentioned, we've got a double dose for you today. We're going to get through all the uh, Super Rugby games and uh, internationals that have been happening around the globe. So stay with us here on Triple H 100.1 FM. This is The Bench.